episode nine, guest chat, I got kicked out of the club. This is a podcast full of the honest, dirty, tiring, and funny things that come with being a mom to boys. We love it. Most days. And for the days we aren't sure what the heck we are doing, we have each other. We are Jessica. And Anicia. We are Ladies Raising Lads. We are back, and we have one of our favorite people with us today. Heather, say hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. We're so excited. Heather had both of our boys in a two-year-old class at our Mother's Day out, and then she had my third baby in the two-year-old class also, and she took a year off and moved to Texas, and I thought I was going to die, and then she moved back, and I was like, yes, (laughs) yes. And I just want to know, I absolutely love both of your boys. You might. All of your boys. Well, I feel like without your class, like, you were kind of the beginning of all of this relationship, your your class. Sure, I'll take responsibility for that. (laughs) I'll let you. I'll let you take responsibility. She kept me sane that year, I'll tell you that. I was pregnant, and I had two little kids, and she would just be like, oh you're doing good, you're doing good. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was potty training for us. And you were the champion that was like, he's ready. We can do this. We need to do this, mom. And I was like, oh, thank you. Bless you for this support and this help outside of the house. I mean, I was so happy to do it. That was so awesome. So happy. Well, I I have to know if there's anything funny that you remember about having oh those gosh. two in class. Hmm. Do you remember those two in class? I barely remember them when they were that age. They were so I, little. I I do remember having them in class. They were probably funny. pretty talkative. Uh, talkative. All the time they spent together. They spent yes. a lot of time together palling around. Yeah. yeah they really did. Um, is that typical for that age that you buddy up? Not really. Yeah. Because they're they're in their in their own world. They're, they're still doing, doing a lot of side by side play, but not play together. Exactly. Exactly. See, I again with with Barrick being my first, I just kind of thought, okay, you find friends at this age, but I don't know that you really do. No. No. no it's no. rare. Because it's rare. Collier's still not doing that. He does a lot of side by side play still, but it's not. He barely even talks about people. <laughs> See, and Davis didn't until this year, mm-hmm. so I can, I, I don't know. Again, with it being my first, I was like, oh, this is normal. Actually, I think it's boys in general that don't talk about having friends. friends? Uh, yes. That might be true. I literally sat in a conversation with my son today, and he was telling me about these boys that he was playing with at school, and I was like, who are these kids? And he's like, my friends. And I'm like, I've never heard their names before. <laughs> I think they kind of travel in packs. They do. Yeah. And he was like, and they're that friend group, and we're this friend group, and sometimes we play together. And I was like, no, I, what? Like, okay. girls come home, and they tell you, and you're like, what? There was way too many people in that conversation. <laughs> and boys come home, and they're like, it was fine. It was mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, Had a good day. Thanks. 
Well, Heather, tell us about you and your family because you are a boy mom. Yes, I am a boy mom and a girl mom. Well, I'll start. I have, well, it's my husband and I, Mm -hmm. and I have a 20 year old son. Well, he just turned 20 year old son. Okay. (laughs) Who's rebounded back into the house. Okay. (laughs) And then I have a just turned 13 year old son Mm -hmm. and a seven year old daughter. Okay. Seven going on 17. She's so cute, too. I love her. (laughs) She is. She is adorable. So I actually, how this whole episode came into be is I actually ran into Heather at the dentist office. Oh. I didn't know that. You didn't tell me that. It's good oral hygiene is important. Good thing. I'm sitting, I was sitting waiting for my appointment, and she walks in to buy some toothpaste and a toothbrush, Mm -hmm. actually. And we got to talking, and she said she listened to our podcast. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, that is so amazing. And tell us about the episode that really stuck out to you. So, yeah, I, I've been listening to the podcast because I followed you guys on social media. And Yay! It's That's fun. exciting. It's fun to listen to you guys uh, chat because um, you, you start to feel connected. To yeah, of course. Um, so, anyways, I started with the episode grieving a girl I thought well this is it's always been kind of an interesting topic to me mm-hmm. and I listened and I had thoughts and I wanted to post on social media but didn't I mm-hmm. felt kind of reserved mm-hmm. and then ran into you and just wanted to share my thoughts about being kicked out of the club so to speak that breaks so, my heart I, <laughs> so the club meaning the boy mom club, the all boy mom club because yes. In the episode where we interviewed April, mm-hmm. she wanted a girl and found out she was having a boy. Mm-hmm. And your experience was you went in and found out <laughs> it was a girl. Yeah. Well, actually, I was about 22 weeks along. So more more than halfway through my pregnancy, I thought I was having a boy the mm-hmm. entire, with my youngest. Mm-hmm. And after at 22 weeks, I went in. And because I was having all kinds of ultrasounds because I was an older mom. Mm -hmm. And they told me it was a girl. I was in shock. I was in shock. Because in my mind, I knew what to do with a boy. Right. Uh I knew how to handle a boy. Mm -hmm. Up until then, my kids are all about roughly six to seven years apart. Mm -hmm. So for roughly 14 years, (laughs) that's all I've known. Oh, yeah. Wow. And I literally, on the way home, had to call back the clinic and say, Are you sure? Did you just tell me I was having a girl? Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. And, and I didn't have anybody to talk, talk to with because, um, well, my husband, he didn't want to know what it was. He's never wanted to know that. So really? I, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. So he doesn't yeah. know until the baby comes out? Yes. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yes. How do you keep that secret? I, well, I would like refer to the baby. my first one, I didn't, well, because I was in the Coast Guard, so okay. they wouldn't tell me at all. Mm-hmm. And then my second one, we didn't find out. I okay. kept it a secret. But it, but this one, I couldn't. I was, you know. There's the baby. There's okay. the baby. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, halfway through my pregnancy, I'm going along thinking, it's a boy. Everything's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm stepping into. Yeah. And the worst part was I had a friend who's an all-boy mom mm-hmm. literally said to me, well, you're not in the club anymore. <sighs> what club is that? And oh, that's so not true. Okay, I'm just going to take a moment here and have this conversation that 
Just because you're a mom of both does not mean that you're not a boy mom because you have those aspects that being a boy mom means you have no idea what's going on with this child because they are the opposite sex of you. It doesn't mean that you're an all boy mom. That's not what we're saying. We're not saying this is not an all boy mom club. This is a boy mom club. If you have a boy, you're in the club. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) You're in the club. Yes. Here's your here's your membership card back. There you go. For all of our listeners, it doesn't matter if it's five girls and one boy. It's still a different experience. It's a completely different experience. And so that's what this podcast is about. And I love that you brought up the other side of finding out the gender Mm -hmm. and it not being what you thought it was. The other well, way. of course, mm-hmm. everybody's excited because you got yes. your girl. And how do you say, well, I'm really scared out of my mind because I have no idea what I'm doing. Yeah. Well, and because everybody expects you to want that girl. Mm-hmm. You have two boys. They expect you to want a girl. And sometimes you don't. Exactly. Because you would be terrified out of your mind. I don't know how to braid hair. I'm terrified. We're still learning. <laughs> <laughs> Today. Today, so, actually. I was told that her dad does hair better than that's so funny my mom is not allowed to do girl hair ever again and she was just terrible at it and I just was like mom you're killing me and it's because she was not meant to be a girl mom either Mm. she was meant to be a boy mom she just got stuck with me well yeah and I think you're because you were around all the boys. But you're a fantastic mom. Yeah. Oh, well, thanks. Both of you guys are Thank you. Moms. Thank you. You know, I I want to go back. So, you, in your ultrasound, did you want to know the sex? I did. I did okay. want to know. Because after... Yes. I mean, you know, you're sitting third, in the room. Yeah. You want to know. And, and it's on a big one, screen. And, I think the yeah. third one, too, you're like, I just got to know because I just got to prepare I knew it myself. was going to be my last. Mm-hmm. I just really wanted to know. So do you think that was probably better that you found out it was a girl and had time to prepare than the the thought of waiting in, on her birthday finding out that she was a girl? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Be- I-, I think I probably would have been... Not that I would have loved the baby less. It, or her less, it would have been a shock to the system. Yeah. To, yeah. I agree. And I, I think our know. previous guest, April, she kind of said the shared same that sentiment like it would not that it would have ruined that day, mm-hmm. but it would have put a damper on that day. Exactly. And you would have had to wrestle with all of those emotions. And now you had, you know, however many weeks to to process. Which it was still hard to process. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I would lay in bed and go, are we sure? Are we? Surely this can't be. Right. I always <laughs> tell people, though, I'm like, see, if it's a boy, it's not changing. If it's a girl, we can hope and pray that it changes. Right? <laughs> like, uh, something can grow. Right? Out I'm going to, like, hold out hope here. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. Okay, so tell us how it's been different switching from all-boy mom mode to having a girl? Well, first I'll start with most of us in our house, Uh myself, my husband, and my two boys, constantly walk around looking like a deer in the headlights. Really? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> she's very girly. I will say that. She's not like when you put all of you together, it's not what I expect. Well, but I love not, that about her. her moments. I love that about her. I love her little ringlets when she's doing her cheerleading yes, stuff. Yes, she has she has her moments. Mm-hmm. There are times where she she enjoys hunting with her dad. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. She'll um, stink him out with the best of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's being the little sister of boys, yes. too. Like, yeah. you just, you got to be a part of the club, you too. Do. You, you do. You I mean, have to hang. Yes, yes. And she has learned that fine art. Yes. <laughs> oh, good. Um, but it's it's different in, well, I mean, let's start from the beginning, diapering. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I knew what I was doing with the boys, but... With her, I had to call the nurses and. How do I do this? I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I'm there's a girl, but the, how do I do this? There's all those places that you gotta clean. We've talked about this too, like diapering a girl. I think is so much more difficult because you have to be sure you're wiping mm-hmm. a certain way. You have to get all the crevices. You have, I mean, like there's a lot that goes into it. With boys, it's just like, oh, wipe, wipe, you're good. Like you're good. you just, you kind of just give it a good, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and you're good. General, yeah. So diapering changed. Mm-hmm. Dressing changed. Mm-hmm. It's no longer, you know, t-shirt, uh, t-shirts, and Pants. shorts, and sweatshirts, and jeans, and the cute polo shirts, and mm-hmm. little vests, and you mm-hmm. know things like that. It's a whole wardrobe now. Shoes and accessories it's, and accessories more yeah. than I have. accessories. <laughs> all the accessories. All of them. Every single one. Does she accessorize? She does. She's better at it than I am. Actually. <laughs> that's <laughs> so funny. She has funny. to change her earrings and oh, that's so cute. Jewelry and yeah, she's a mess. So I, this is out of my curiosity. How old was she when she got her ears pierced? She was two. Really? Yeah. Okay, so you did young. Yeah. I I was supposed to wait until I was ten, and I had an older sister who snuck me in and pretended to be my mom, and that's I got awesome. it done. <laughs> On my, like, eighth birthday. Oh, mine was my seventh birthday present. And I I, was four because I threw a fit. Really? (laughs) I just, and so I have five nieces, and I, my sis, my middle sister and I decided to take four of them all at once and get their ears pierced. Two of them were five, and two of them were two. And that was one of the most exhausting days of my life. I'm sure. trying to just get them in one at a time and go like they see their one person gets it done and that's it like that's right they see their sister or their cousin get their ears pierced and start crying and so then you're trying (laughs) to convince them to get in the chair and do the exact same thing like no way it was so exhausting that's having a girl right there yes (laughs) (laughs) exhausting summed up right there okay that you said that, like, what are the differences in exhaustion levels? Like, I, for my boys, I feel like it's really active all the time, mm-hmm. and so there's where my exhaustion comes from. But it's a mental exhaustion because of the talking. Yeah, there's a lot of talking that goes on. I remember uh, there was one time I had probably a really long day and was just mm-hmm. trying to relax, watch a little bit of TV. Actually, maybe looking through a magazine. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what I was doing, but mm-hmm. I wanted some time to myself. Mm-hmm. And she was just kind of floating around, playing, mm-hmm. talking. Mm-hmm. And I said, I looked up and I said, you know what? It's probably time for you to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Mama can't 
could take no more in the ear, okay? <laughs> and she looked at me, and she knew exactly. She said, oh, am I talking too much? <laughs> and I didn't say it. I didn't. I wasn't mean, but I just yeah. said it was probably, and she knew. Yeah. There's a lot of, it's kind of a joke in our house. The boys used to say, well, when is she going to be able to talk when she was younger and born? Oh, man. You're like, don't, don't wish and that upon us. They, now she won't stop. And I say, no, you asked for it. Yeah. Um, you go talk to you her. You wanted to you know. You go what talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to know. Uh-huh. So it's mentally exhausting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of quizzing and testing and just a, a constant quest for for knowledge and has there been a difference in like emotional growth between your boys and her like um I don't even know how to phrase this question I just feel like I feel like my oldest has has really her and my oldest my 20 year old they're very close it's an unusual I guess bond Mm -hmm. but they're very she'll go and you know sneak into bed and cuddle with him no matter how bad he stinks (laughs) that's that's cute my baby brother is um 16 years younger than I am so I'm the oldest and then there's more brothers but it's it's like that with my brothers Mm -hmm. they have a really unique bond because of the age difference between them is you're my sibling, but you also have a parental role almost. Like, you can yes. tell me no, you can tell me yes, you can give me instructions and stuff. And so it's a really unique bond. It's not so much what my me and my very close brother's age, where there's no parental role yeah. there at all. There's no, like, I'm not going to ask you if I can do this because you're just going to egg <laughs> me on to do something <laughs> wrong. So Well, yeah, yesterday we were out shopping and we walked into the parking lot and before I could even say anything, my oldest said, grab a hand, grab a hand, before I could even say mm-hmm, anything. And mm-hmm. so it's very, he's very aware of her, very protective. And I have to say this from the baby point of view. I, my oldest sister and I have had issues once I outgrew that parental oh i can see that view of my brother my brother's almost 18 so i can see that (laughs) it it happened a little bit before 18 and i part of it is she's 11 years older than me she and i stopped living together past the age of six for me and so i didn't have her every day past the age of six and so when she was there and tried to take on that more parental older sibling role it made me angry. I, I did not like it at all. And it put a damper in our relationship for a while because you're not my mom. Stop telling me what to do. And <laughs> that sounds like my voice. I can just see Jessica saying this to her sister. And I'm like, uh-huh. What's the age difference? 11 years. 11 years. Mm-hmm. And I, it also has to do, I think, with, you know, she is the oldest sibling. She is type A. And I am not. I'm the baby, and I got my way. And I was raised with a different set of rules than she was because I was so much further behind. And oh, raised, this is true. Your parents raised had figured in, everything out. This by is then. true. Like I tell my mom all the mm-hmm. time. I'm like, you would never let me get away with that. Yeah, ever. <laughs> I, it it would have lasted exactly. five minutes, and she's like. Realize. Well, it's just not a battle and that, I'm willing to take. That that that's a difference too with her is uh-huh. you know I don't feel like I'm willing to let her get away with as much. You know I'm ready to build my tower and, in the backyard for and her, put her and up put there. her up there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the boys, I'm a little bit more. That's interesting. 
That is really interesting. You know, I don't want to say liberal with, but... Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think no, it's I just the daughter-son aspects. Like, we we hold our girls really close mm-hmm. because we don't want anything to ever happen to them. And why we build our sons in a certain way so that they can handle things when they happen to them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that at all. It's just, I think that's what we do. Like we want to protect our girls as much as we can. And so we do everything that we can. And I'm okay with that. Like if I had a daughter, she's not dating till she's 35. (laughs) I told my son the other day, I was like, 25 is a really good age. And you know, I ran into somebody today that said they didn't ever let their kids date and they're, they're perfectly fine. Yeah. It's just, Get, mm-hmm. get established first. Right. Let's like that message out into well, the world. Well, this is what my dad was really big upon was, I, I want you to graduate from college before you ever think about getting married. That's my big thing. And I was like, okay, like I can do that. And so that's what I did. I graduated. I worked a year and then I went to law school and I was like, okay, I want to get married. Now I wish I would have like waited just until we got out of law school because that was, a wedding was stressful yeah. during law school. But... He didn't hold my brothers to that standard. <laughs> well, we've been having this conversation in our house, too, because when you ask Barrick what he wants to be when he grows up, it's a dad. I want to be a dad. When can I be a dad? That's so sweet. And <laughs> that's so scary. <laughs> I like that she thinks that's sweet. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, have mercy. <laughs> well, that's a whole other conversation we need to have, son. See, I'm on the sweet train because I'm like... Well, that means you have a great uh-huh. example of a dad. Yes, yes. And, and a good you, heart. And you want to give that to somebody else. So I'm on the sweet train on this one. Okay, you but, need to question Tim Castle then one day because that's we, what he wanted to. <laughs> but we uh, we just keep saying, this may sound bad, but I keep putting the emphasis on like being able to provide. Mm-hmm. You need to wait until you can provide for a child before you have a child. Can you buy them a house? Can you buy them clothes? Can you buy them food? No, I think that's a great. That's, that's I think and that's so, a great way to look at it. I didn't just say we haven't. I haven't just said like college. Right. I said that might not be the way they need to right. go. Right. I get you that. Need, you need to have a job and you need to have a, a life before you bring someone else into it. We just know that Cash is going to be a NASA astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just an engineer for them, and so he's got to go to college. First. I think it's going to be called. Space Force. <laughs> he actually said a whole uh, new level. <laughs> he said something about Space Force the other day, and I was like, "Just build us a just rocket like ship, okay?" Space Force. We just need a That's rocket great. ship. Okay, so back to you having a girl after boys. So things like braiding hair, braiding hair. What are things that you have had to learn? Well, because she's in your life. I've had to learn how to buy clothing for one. Like Ooh, I said, yeah. that's completely different. Okay. Um, and I do, I mourn. I walk past the little, like I said, the cute little outfits for the boys. I'm like, how easy is this to right? coordinate? See, and then I walk past the girl outfits and I'm like, oh, I love I walk past the girl outfits and I just see dollar signs. Oh, oh that, yeah. That. Dollar Ask my husband signs. about that. Yeah. He sees dollar signs as well and he counts every bow. So yes. there's hair accessories to keep up with and packing to go anywhere is not. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Is not easy. Um, because she likes to accessorize. She does like to accessorize. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was a while that she was carrying around a duffel bag. With all of her princess dresses in it, and oh, so she could shoes. just change at any moment. Yes, yes. Oh my, yes. that is awesome. Yeah, and the boys 
Don't do that. Well, I carry around cars and little things. Well, <laughs> hers hers carry around Batman. I just won. I just see. He takes his cape everywhere, but that's it. Like, but that's not high-heeled plastic yeah, shoes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's not doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be unique. So we have that, plus the, the, the hair. I'm Right now, actually, I'm stuck on hair. So if anybody has any... How long is her hair? It's almost down to her behind. Yeah. That's, I was going to say, she's pretty long. got the cutest hair, too. It's, it's taken blonde. forever to grow in, but... Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. And it's a struggle in the morning. Yeah. Does she want it long? She does want it long. Okay. And she wants it in different ways that I don't know how I know, to do. A, just tell me, how long do you think you spin on hair in the morning? At least 15 to 20 minutes. Oh my gosh, that's all I, that's as long as my kids have when they wake up. At least 15 to <laughs> 20 minutes. That's so crazy. <laughs> I don't even spin that on my own hair. I can't imagine doing that for my own self. And that's self. just a basic hairstyle. Yeah, oh like that's goodness. not like spending time to French braid. So is or she, do, uh, how old is she again? She's seven. Is she starting to learn to do things on her own? Yes, she's learned how to put a basic ponytail in. Okay. Which okay. Is wonderful. <laughs> oh my gosh, I just like, I'm like. And headbands. I'm like thinking back to my mom and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, because I was that kid. I wanted. I wanted cool hairstyles, and I got a ponytail and a big bow. I wanted the pony and the bow. I wanted a ponytail every day. The latest style right now is a ponytail with different color rubber bands going down. Oh, yeah. I like that. I've done that. We're trying to get all of her friends on board with it, but that's the latest thing right now. Okay. And they have to go in a certain order. Oh! oh. Is it like rainbow? Yes. Okay, at least she's she's putting some (laughs) knowledge to that, right? Yes, okay. And she's in cheerleading. Yes, she is. Yes. So... And tumbling. Oh my gosh. That is also... Was that a new experience? That is. That has actually been a new experience. So I've been, I've spent my whole life courtside or, you right. know, right on the sidelines with mm-hmm. football, mostly football. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, now, your oldest played football. I remember that. He played that. a lot of football. Yeah, he did. A mm-hmm. lot of football. Mm-hmm. And... With my middle one, my 13-year-old, he plays basketball. Okay. Okay. Lots of basketball, which I can relate to. Right. Mm-hmm. I can... Mm-hmm. Well, I will say the one thing about if she does continue on to cheerleading, hopefully she'll do it for a sports team, like in middle school. and yeah. Because then it, you can still watch the sports, as my mom would say when I was cheerleading. She's like, I love the basketball game. <laughs> I have to tell you, I do have a friend who, she has a son playing football, and I always tell her... Call me first if you need somebody yes. to go watch the games with because I you enjoy sitting out mm-hmm. and watching the, the football games and the basketball games. So her cheerleading is competition cheerleading, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually that brings up a good thing. Um, the competition cheer. Mm-hmm. The first time she had a competition was last year, mm-hmm. and I had to do her hair mm-hmm. and makeup. A certain makeup? Makeup. Mm-hmm. A certain way. Yes. Yes. Really? For yes. six year olds? Mm-hmm. They have to wear makeup? Well, it's not required, but it's suggested. It's highly suggested. It's suggested. Because well, I should say that. Of the stage my, presence that it. My good friends who have daughters that do that also, they have to have blue red lip sense. 
That's yes. the color lip, the color they had to wear, and I'd be like, oh my it's gosh, to make I them cannot, all look uniform. I know, but yes. blue red lip syncs on these lips at seven years old would have been like, hey, we're not seeing oh. anything else. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> she and that—that's the thing. She loves it. Yeah, but when I heard about the makeup, I about panicked because. I'm about mascara, a little bit of blush, and some powder, and yep. that's about it. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's about any type of eyeshadow. Oh, my gosh. The oh. brow gel. Oh, brow mas- gel? Yes. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Which is You're a whole like, other wait, topic. Wait, <laughs> I don't know any So, at this. six. At six. Yes, at oh, six. Oh, my gosh. We had gone to Target to get some advice, and there was this guy working in the makeup <laughs> Yes. I love it. Keep going. <laughs> Hooked us up with all that we needed, and it included brow gel. Oh my goodness! Yes. I I know that the whole hair thing is a big deal too, oh, yeah. and it has to be Ringlets. done in yeah. a certain way. Well, yeah, it has to be like four. What is it? Four fingers from the front, finger lengths from the front of the forehead. Yeah, high, high, and tight, tight, very tight, mm. and oh straight. My. Oh my. It's rough. Yeah. Wow. And she has long hair to get all up in that. Yeah. We do two ponytails and well, it's... And combine them? Combine them to one. That's a good idea. Oh, my. I never thought of that. She have thick hair like you? No, it's thick, but it's thin. Okay. Thinish. Yeah. So you're in, you've been doing this competition cheerleading for a year. Do you feel like you're kind of getting the hang of things or... No. Okay. Yes and no, not really. <laughs> so what about the interactions between her and her teammates versus your boys and their teammates? Are are you seeing a difference? I do. I see it. I see a difference between them when the girl cuz she has two days of tumbling and then there's one day where they practice their their cheer, their routine and as the girls are walking out, it's a giggly, fun atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, even when they're when they're in there learning their routine, they're constantly it's a touchy feely experience. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they, yeah. okay. They kinda get in trouble sometimes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because they're not doing what they're supposed to be because they're it's constantly just uh, interacting with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then even as they're leaving, it's Bye, such and such, bye, such and such. Whereas with the boys, they walk, see ya. Yeah. Peace out. And you're like, who, who was that? Is that your friend? I don't know who that was. Right? That's exactly what it is. I don't know who that is. I don't... What, you just played a game with them. You don't... No. No, I don't know who that is. Oh, goodness. So, and also, I am finding it difficult to relate to some of the, the mothers. Okay. I, I sit and... <laughs> it's kind of silly. Maybe it's just me. No, no, no. I, I don't know, but I sit and watch some of these moms together, and mm-hmm. they just have had girls, and they kind of know what they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. And the way they re- relate to each other is just natural. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I've, I haven't been able to do that. I'm yeah. still, I guess, maybe learning to. Well, I can see that. Like, my mom had a hard time, too, and I think it was because, for one thing, <clears throat> I wouldn't say I was a typical girl because I had brothers. And so, like, I did a lot of girly things, but I was not just all girl because I had such a male influence in my house Mm -hmm. also. And so I think that was hard for me to relate to people who only had sisters. And it was hard for my mom to relate to other moms who had all girls because stuff that would happen in our house would be, like, never going to happen in that house. Like, never. Like, 
you're never going to see a little boy run around naked because it's not going to happen. Like, it totally happened in our house, like, every day until Mm -hmm. my brothers were, like, six. Mm -hmm. So I can see, like, that being a really difficult... It's difficult ground to to navigate. It really is because... I think it'll get easier. I hope it does. Because I think the more farther along you get into it... Whereas I can go to the basketball, the gym, Mm -hmm. and totally sit down and talk to anybody... Doesn't matter who they are. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's easier to relate to them. It's. Yeah. I guess it feels more comfortable in a yeah. way. Yeah. Well, you've been doing it a lot longer too. Yeah, that's true. That's okay. True. I have a question. Sure. Are Mean Girls real? You Has, know what? Yes, they I, are. Like they that's are. been my like big thing. Like we don't. I mean, I shouldn't say we don't deal with Mean Girls because I feel like there will be a Mean Girl situation where my son is the object of a Mean Girl. But like boys don't talk to each other like that. I don't feel like that. I mean, maybe came in sometimes and I want to... Brothers talk to each other that way. They talk a lot of smack to each other. I know. It's... The thing I remember really about Mean Girls, it's like the one thing that you're so self-conscious about and they pick that out like that. It's like they know and that is what they focus on. And I just... That was my biggest fear of having girls because I was like, I'll go crazy. Maybe that's why God didn't give me girls. Because well, he was like, and Denise, he doesn't need to kill anyone. One of my fears as well. Just that whole aspect of the socializing. The social life. Yes. How is the, How are we going to deal with this? Because mm-hmm. And it's starting. It is. It's starting. She's yeah. only in the second grade. I know. And it starts so I young, hear though. about, oh, well, such and such is my best friend. And we're not friends anymore. And... Mm-hmm. It happens, I guess. I don't know why it has to happen yeah. this early. Yeah. You don't remember but, this happening this early with your boys? No. Okay. No. They were just content to play with each other yeah. on the playground. Well, as, and that was it. As Cashin said, if they get in a fight, somebody punches and somebody kicks, and then they're all friends afterwards. Yes. But they don't sit here and dwell on it and talk about the other person. About such and such did this. and Yeah, that they're and like, hey, that wasn't cool. Boom. I feel like the it. other thing that girls do that boys don't do is they try and get other people into it on sides they try and make other people Mm -hmm. pick sides yes whereas boys don't I don't feel like tend to do that no I don't think girls need to they need to have a group they need to get their girl gang together they need to get their feelings confirmed and validated they have to feel like other people are on their side Mm -hmm. and so it just builds the drama mm-hmm. oh yeah oh how's the drama is 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 she drama yeah yeah she's drama she's more drama. than the boys okay because i will say we have drama cayman is a little drama but <laughs> i also am like it's not nearly as bad as i think it could be if it was a girl like i just remember my fits and i'm like oh no cayman's fine it's so fine. the other night i knew i was gonna get in trouble for doing this but i did it anyways she has an american doll that she got for christmas american mm-hmm. doll and she prizes this thing mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. it sleeps in the box and oh anyway. my so she didn't want to change it and i've been harassing her about changing its clothes i wanted to put pajamas on it and i sat down on the couch and I looked at my husband and i said watch this she's gonna be really mad at me <laughs> And I kept looking over my shoulder because you're like, oh no, she's going to come in and see me. And sure enough, she, and she was mad. She was mad. I mean, literally her feelings were hurt and there was drama and tears until I changed that doll back into her clothes. Little, it's little things, Mm -hmm. little things. It, It doesn't matter. Does, do you find that she's having those little things with other girls? Not so much that I've heard yet. Okay. 
Thankfully. Good. Thankfully. That's good. I think that's what would scare me, again, as, like, being a girl mom is, what are they doing and saying outside? Because that's when I think the mean girl tendencies come well, out. Well, and I think the moms play into that, too. Because mm-hmm. I've had I've had and heard other moms say, well, at birthday parties, mm-hmm. such and such wasn't invited because... Mm-hmm. Oh, my. You know, they did this. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. So it, I think the moms tend to foster it, which I try not to play into. I, you know, yeah. I don't play into that and. In, Oh, we don't need to cause any more drama. No. We don't need no. to cause any more drama. No. Drama mama. Oh, I'm not a drama mama. I'm not a drama llama ding <laughs> No. <laughs> Your husband. Yes. When she was born, was he excited? Or was he, he like scared out of his mind? He was really <laughs> excited. He was really excited. He kind of said, he said, I knew it was going to be a girl. Did he? And I said, how did you know? He he says he knows these things. Oh, I, yeah. I don't, I don't. <laughs> <buy> it. <laughs> it's like, I've been saying this whole pregnancy it was a boy and then I just knew it was a girl. <laughs> but he, he is the first one, you know, we call each other enablers because we'll, we do it with all of our kids. Mm-hmm. We enable all of our kids to. Right do things that mm-hmm. they probably shouldn't be doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's called parenting. Yes. <laughs> and so he's the biggest enabler of them all. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's the one that will stop to get a slushie at 7-Eleven after mm. telling me, you know, not to do that. Uh-huh. Okay. At 10 o'clock at night. Do you think he has treated her differently? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. She's still in our bed at night. <laughs> really? <Yep. laughs> well, in the middle of the night, she'll sneak in. Yeah, like, that's how our oldest is. And he won't kick her in. I baby. I do. I baby my oldest, and I let him stay where I would probably go put everybody back in. But he, like... I kicked her out the other night, and she wasn't happy with me, and drama ensued. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, she was on her floor wrapped in her blanket. You would have thought she was abused. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, there's just not enough room in this bed for three people. Like, we need a... This is... I need my space, folks. Yeah. Our our bed has always been pretty sacred, and... I build a fort around me. Yeah. (laughs) Levi, my husband, really... That was, he had a very strong opinion about this. Like, really, before we even had kids, like, we are not going to be a bed sharing family. Oh, yeah. We were totally and, that way, too. And my first we, one went we into actually, his crib straight after he came yeah, home from the hospital. Like, we, we've stuck to it. Well, good for you and guys, because <laughs> we each individually got longer and longer until yes. I kicked them out of the bed. Like, the first one was six weeks, yep. the next one was a year. The next we, one was 18 months. We never... Seven I, years later. <laughs> we had them in our room, but we didn't have them in our bed. We didn't go straight. We went straight into something, but it was, like, right beside my yeah, bed. Yeah, no, I'll say that. We did not... Cashin did not ever sleep in the bed with us. He slept beside us. Came in, uh, nursed every hour and a half for the first year of his life. Wow. So we hit about seven months, and I was like, I, I mean, I just got to sleep. Like, so he slept with us so that I could just nurse mm-hmm. on demand while he right. was sleeping. And then Collier was just the baby, and Sweet I just, I didn't want him Collier to go anywhere. His own set of rules. <laughs> well, he slept beside me for probably like nine months, and then he mostly slept beside me. Like, he didn't really ever sleep in bed with me, but... He was like right there. I could touch him all night long. I, you know, I, honestly, I think it is because she's because I'm thinking back and like my 20 year old. He literally went into his crib the day we got home from mm-hmm. the hospital. 
my 13-year-old son, he was in a bassinet next to the bed and then eventually moved to his crib. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. slept with us quite a bit, but not as much as she yeah. does. It's, it's, I think a lot of it, too, it's, it's the baby. It's the last it's, it's one. It's a baby thing. It's the last one. And it's like, oh, if I put them in their crib, this is the last time they're ever going to sleep with it. me. And and then they come crawling in your bed when they're six, almost seven. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> it's never going to be old. the last one. Right? It's not. <laughs> what? It's, it is the last one. <laughs> Shush. I, I gave away clothes today, okay? Oh, oh no. okay. Three boxes. It's official. That's, yes, it is. <laughs> That's a big deal for me. That is a Only big deal. my... Baby's only three and a half. Just so. don't give away maternity clothes. <laughs> oh, I gave those away like the day I had it. I was like, take these away. Right. I I, I did not want to hold on to maternity mm-hmm. clothes. I they just would held, go buy they new They have no sentimental value for oh. me. Well, it's a, you know, it's superstition. Is it? That you should not give away. <laughs> I still have dresses. Oh. I will admit that. I had some really nice dresses that I had when I was pregnant with Collier. And so they're still hanging in my closet. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you're safe then. You're I'm safe. like, those are yes. like $100 okay, I, dresses. I do have a couple of shirts that I wore as maternity, hey. but they aren't maternity it's cool. clothes. We'll count it. You're fine. So you're I'm good. good on the superstition scale. You're good. You're good. Okay, you're good. good. So I am a daddy's girl, and I know that relationship can be so special. Denicia is a uh-huh. big daddy's girl. Uh-huh. And... Is there sometimes, I've always wondered this and I've never asked my mom, are you ever jealous of that bond and that relationship? No. I don't, no, because I, I'm a daddy's girl too. I talk to my dad every single day. Yeah, like mm-hmm. if I literally, if my dad had service, I'd probably talk to him every single day. I, I love seeing the relationship that they have. That's awesome. Grow together and... Uh, I hope it continues. Yeah, I, I yeah. hope she feels, you know, safe with him. I think to come too, to him to have that good of a bond, it makes you have high standards for your spouse. Mm-hmm. Because if you have that good of a relationship with your father, you're not going to settle. Because you're mm-hmm. going to be like, no, listen, this is how my dad treats me, so you're going to mm-hmm. have to treat me better than this. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I, you know, I think it's a tr- even opposite. It's true for even the boys. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I try and foster good relationships with with. Both of my boys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always open with them about mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Nothing is a secret. Good, <laughs> good. Yes. I think that's so important, though, because I don't... Nothing ever wants to happen to my husband. But if something did happen, I want them to be able to still have these conversations. Mm-hmm. And I don't ever want it to be a one-sided that they could only talk to dad about this. Because what happens if he's not there? I mean, mm-hmm. then you just don't have this conversation. And those conversations are so important. Yes. So it doesn't matter if it's me dad, grandma, grandpa, I don't care who you're talking to. Just talk to somebody about it. As long as you're comfortable with it. Which is another aspect of having her, which is a whole new frontier. Right. You know, talking about puberty with her because she, well, you know, kids follow you into the bathroom. Right. (laughs) Yes. And so keeping with telling her the truth about mm-hmm. how the body functions mm-hmm. or just telling her how it is, yeah. mm-hmm. she's already aware of a lot of what happens when you're a, a, girl. a woman or uh-huh. turning into yeah. a uh-huh. young lady. Which I think is great. We talked about this last on our episode that's going to air this this week that we're recording. Mm-hmm. Um, that I feel like a lot of that gets bypassed, that we don't know enough about being female and about our bodies and I wish that we did a better job of that and I think our generation is doing a better job of that with our kids because we want them to know these things and so I'm glad that she knows these things. I told her 
I said, I'm telling you all this information, but that doesn't mean you need to go to school and share it right. with all your friends. Right. <laughs> right. I know. We have that conversation, too. Like, when I was pregnant with Collier, Kastian asked me how the baby was going to be born, and I was like, well, he kind of explained it in a, like, a overview, and he was like, oh, that makes sense. And I was like, now do not go repeat this, ever. And he was like, okay. I was like, your three-year-old friends cannot handle this. It's just because you can. Exactly. <laughs> well, Beric was inviting himself to my friend's births because he wanted to see the baby come out of the vagina. Wow. And <laughs> how old was he? Three. Three. Wow. Yeah. He well, wanted just, to see it. Beric and I was like, might be an OB. He, he might be. He might sure. want to deliver babies. Hey, that would fit in, you know. He, he wants to be a dad. dad. I mean, he I could would like be totally gently fine got, with that. Maybe a midwife. He could be a midwife. So I would love it. I, I would he love could it. Do it. He, I had to tell him no that he couldn't invite himself to people's births. That that was a very personal thing that happened, <laughs> and I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to handle that. So be like, well, you were at your brother's. You just don't remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You've seen a baby before. <laughs> I think it was great having your perspective on the podcast. I really liked hearing about how you have to switch gears. And I like hearing about the relationship between your daughter and her brothers and your daughter and her dad. That's so awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, and I'm really sorry that anybody ever told you that you are not a part of the boy mom club just because you have a girl also. That's not how this works. That's not cool. And I'm so happy to have my membership <laughs> back. Well, you never really lost it. That person was incorrect. They had wrong information. Right. Well, I think we may need to have Heather back on another episode where we talk about puberty. Older boy things. Yeah, because oh, we, yeah. don't, we don't really have a whole lot of people mm-hmm. to talk to about that. They so. stink. <laughs> yep, I do remember that. I do remember that. But I think that a lot of us moms that are listening are not really there yet. And so to get that perspective yeah, would be awesome. I'd be happy to talk to you. I'm in the throes of it right oh now. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, Bless man. your heart. Bless your heart. <laughs> okay, well, moms, let us know if you have ever been told you were kicked out of the club because, oops, you found out you were having a girl. And how did that make you feel? And what things have you learned by switching gears from boys to girls or girls to boys? You can reach us at Instagram at ladies.raising.lads. We also are on Facebook. Or if you want to just send us an email and share your thoughts, ladies.raising.lads at gmail.com. And we'll see you next week. Have a good week.